Why is the wine gone? You want a little bit of this? Because I spilled it. No, it's okay because I spilled mine. I deserve it. You want to punish yourself? <laughs> you I deserve it. You're like Dobby. I deserve it. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> well, that was uh, the intro, guys. We we started this pod spilling wine. Just being... Sponsor we, us, Dawn Power Wash. We put regular Dawn... Honestly, I feel like the red is kind of fading. It is. But I, I, I'm telling you that Dawn Power Wash. It's great. It's the where bubbles. It's, at. it's all bubbly. It's and where it's at. Man. It foams up and it. it You're sleeping on it. it Don't be sleeping on it. Go get some. I'm down. Like, I feel like Dawn, I, I stand by that company. I stand by that company too because it is safe for animals. Unless they did something bad that we don't know about. Yeah, which. <laughs> In which case. You know, Never mind. You know who did something bad that we do know about? That we just found out. That we just that found we out didn't about? expect? Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at Lizzo. I'm sad. Like, I, well, I don't know if it's real, like, yet. It sounds like you have done more research on it. I've just seen the headlines. Okay, I did read into it. It seems pretty real. Um, it seems like maybe Lizzo is full of shit. And that makes me sad because I really liked Lizzo a lot. I mean, it's like Ellen. I wanted to like her too. Yeah, I mean, some of these people are just full of shit. I feel like it's cancel season right now. (laughs) There's like a YouTuber, YouTuber that I have like seen for a long time that's getting canceled right now too. Her name's Colleen. Ballinger oh Miranda yeah Miranda sings yeah. well she sucks honestly. yeah like, I never really liked her stuff but she's she kinda, was just a very like adjacent to what I was watching yeah and at that time like her apology video if you even want to oh, call it that it. oh my god she plays like the ukulele and she's like no yeah she sings the whole time oh, and yeah. it's like not does she apology. do it as Miranda or as no herself? as herself okay. and she's just like talking about how I forget. It's like cancel culture and like how she made a mistake or I don't know. It was mm. not good. Whatever it was. I, I like couldn't the, watch like, it. I think like YouTubers that got canceled. Jenna Marbles is the only one that did it right. And, and she left a platform, which is really sad. You know what? I still stand Jenna Marbles. Me too. She really did she do it right. She up to her shit. She she's did. like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. That was stupid. That was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, And she's like, I'm going to get the fuck off of YouTube now. Yeah, and she did. <laughs> yeah. So, but Lizzo, she's getting accused of like sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah, and her and um unsafe work conditions, oh. like um making her dancers dance for twelve hours straight, like practice for twelve hours straight or something crazy. But I feel like that is kind of normal in that field. It is, but I think coupled with like her also body shaming them, mm. which was a thing. And her choreographer or, like, whoever it is that works with her was, like, pushing her religion on them, yet they would go to strip clubs and... Was the choreographer a male? No. Oh. Hmm. And she would preach about not having premarital sex and, like, just weird shit. So, I mean, if all of this is true, which I do want to hear Lizzo's side about it, yeah, I mean, we have to hear her side. And, you know, we need to see how it holds up in court. Like, let's be fair. <laughs> if this is true. Yeah, if this is true about Lizzo. fuck Lizzo. 
Yeah. Even though I love her and we, I, I've been a Lizzo stan, my boyfriend doesn't like her. Why and I, I stand up, like I don't know, but he just does not like her. And I stand up for her all the time. And I'm going to have to take a step down and say I was wrong. I feel like it's being, like, I feel like Beyonce probably does the same thing with her dancers. But, like, because Lizzo is, like, of woke culture, it gets, like, you know, bigger in the media. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, she, yeah, she's speaking out for, like... And so it it seems hypocritical. Yeah. But... Um, She also, I don't know if you remember... lyrics of the song. Rumors. Do you remember that song? Mm -hmm. Um, She has this line in Rumors that says, Had to cut some hoes loose. Yeah. NDA, no loose lips. Now them hoes trying to sue me. Bitch, I don't give two shits. Oh. So that was. Oh, so she. She she knew this was coming. When was that song released? It was a while ago. It was like a year ago, maybe, Mm -hmm. or more. It was the summer of last year. Like wow, was, yeah, yeah, I don't like that lyrics. That's not a body positive. It's not po- most of her stuff's pretty positive. Now them hoes trying to sue me, bitch. I don't give two shits. Like you should give two shits because your reputation's about to go down the drain. Yeah, we don't want that. I mean, if you if she's guilty though, like fuck her. But what if she really apologizes and like? No, that's ridiculous. No, that's crazy. That's honestly crazy to me because of what she stands for. Yeah. If she yeah, was just like a normal, like, YouTube, like, not about, bo- like, I don't know, just a normal fucking person, not about body positivity, not about kindness, not about you belong. And- I guess I just need to see, like, specifics, though. Like, what did she say She So she took them to a strip club. Yeah. And like the choreographer yeah or no the lizzo oh took the girls to a strip club and like pressured them into touching the girls boobs and then she invited him to something that was a strip cabaret show but didn't tell them that it was a strip cabaret show and then she made them like eat like something about like eating a banana out of someone's crotch i don't even know yeah so, um, it sounds like she was just partying and like overstepped her boundaries though yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, and maybe they, these, maybe she thought these girls were like more open to that kind of yeah. stuff, but they're not. So it's like, you have to remember you're working with a bunch yeah. of different type of people. This is still like work. Yeah. And yeah. you can't be taking people to nudie bars without their knowledge and then like suggesting that they touch the boobs and I don't know. I read I read more about it than you, but I still don't feel like I know everything. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, of course, nobody does until yeah. until like more information gets released. And... Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's fair to like hear her side and also sure. see how it plays out in court. For sure. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see we'll how see. that goes. We'll see what she says. Yeah. I wonder if she's spoken about it at all. She has not. Like, her Instagram is just nothing? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. The choreographer spoke about it, and she, well, she (laughs) didn't really, but she was like, God is so good, like, just speaking about God and how she just came back from this tour and how no matter what's going on, like, God loves you so much, and, like, people think it's, like, she's trying to 
just be extra because yeah, of what's going right, on. Yeah, right, right. Like, I'm a Christian woman. Yeah. I, I'm never doing anything bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I live for God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do feel like sometimes people use their religion to mask their poor personalities or, like, yeah. general do-badness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, this episode, like, related to women. Yeah, women. <laughs> Speaking That's of this. women. Women and uh, things and emotions. We're going to be talking about everything period related menstrual cycles yeah because it doesn't i mean i think nowadays it does get talked about more but i feel like a lot of people don't know exactly what happens yeah i had to explain to a full-grown woman at my job what ovulation was oh yeah Yeah. so i feel like it's really important for women to know what's happening in their body why it's happening and just like ways to deal with it i feel like a lot of people don't yeah, it's not, like, common. Like, everybody knows what the period is, or at least, like, that it's blood coming out of your vagina. Yeah. But they are they don't know what's going on inside inside yeah. the body and what's going on with your hormones. And-, mm-hmm. and even I feel like I know a lot because I'm just naturally interested in this stuff, and yeah. I've looked it up before, but just researching for this episode, I feel like I've learned more than I knew. Yeah, Which same. I was surprised. And I'm like, there's more that I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. This might be a two-parter. It could be. Because there's a lot. Guys, let us know if you want us to do a second part to this one after you're done listening. It reminded me when you said that you had to explain ovulation to your coworker. It reminded me of the first time that I ever... I don't know if it was the first time I heard the word ovulation, but it was the first time that I like heard it in a context where I didn't know how to respond because I wasn't sure what the word meant. Yeah. Or I wasn't sure exactly. And it was like right after I had sex with this guy and he was like... He saw that it was, like, white. I don't oh. know if I want to include this. <laughs> I'm, like, remembering how. Your discharge does get, yeah. like, white and thicker yeah. when you're ovulating. Yeah, and he was like, you're ovulating. How and did I, he know when you didn't I, know? I don't know, man. He was just, he's, okay. like, one of those, like, feminist guys. Shout out to that guy. Yeah, but, like, he, not shout out to him. It's, like, one of those people that's, like, I'm a feminist it's like no like just the kind of person that really studies that shit but is kind of like a douchey person at the same time you know what i mean yeah like it's like study they're like almost studying it so that they can get girls i don't know oh yeah Yeah. so they're pandering yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're pandering to the women i don't really know i can't i can't say that that was their motive or whatever but like anyway they were like you're you're ovulating and i had to like think i think like I like put I connected the dots, mm-hmm. but at, when I first heard the word, I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like ovulating, what's that? But yeah, I think I connect the dots because like ovule, like I don't know, you think like egg. I I hadn't. I mean, I'm sure I had heard about ovulation, but it was a while before I like knew what that meant. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I was think like, I was like 26 or 25. I was like, wait, yeah, I was like 25. I was yeah. like, wait. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're, you're listening, listening to Thank You So Much. Thank you so much for menstruation. menstruation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy you asked, Kirsten. What is a menstrual cycle? Why do we have one? That's what I'd like to know. Well, <laughs> every month, 
So your body prepares for pregnancy. Our only, literally our only job on this planet mm-hmm. is to reproduce. Oh, that's all the animals want to reproduce. Everybody's worried about reproducing. That's what we're here to do. Whether you want to or not, that's like biologically what we're supposed to do. So every month your body is like ready to get pregnant. It's like, okay. It's like, all right, let's get, supposed to do. let's get pregnant. And then your hormones say, send a signal to your uterus and tells it to shed its lining. Um, so this becomes your period. So your period is basically, for those of you who have uteruses, your period is basically part blood, part tissue from inside your uterus, just shedding because your body doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. And it's supposed to protect the egg or like kind of hold the egg. Yeah. So the yeah. whole reason for for getting a thicker uh, lining of your uterus is so that it can catch the egg that's coming down from your fallopian tube, which we'll go into later. But it gets thicker so that it can catch it. And then once there's no egg and it's like, oh, there's actually no egg here. I don't need this anymore. And it just comes out of our bodies. Normally, your first period starts around 12 to 13, but it can start as early as nine or as late as 16. When did you start your first period? I was 13. I was in seventh grade. That's a pretty average. Yeah. Average age. I had a friend who didn't start till 16 and we were like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, must be nice. I think I was 13 or 12. Well, you stop your period as late as 60, but sometimes it can start in your early 50s, which is called menopause. In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. So from, you know, 12 to sometimes 60, you're just bleeding every month. But yeah, so that's that's kind of what happens just on a basic level. Okay. And then we have different cycles. We do. Um, I've seen some sources cite that there's three cycles and some cite that there's four. Sorry, before we go any further, what was starting your period like? Oh, mine. Okay. So I was 12 or 13. I can't remember now. And I think like I had a lot of friends that had started theirs already. So I knew kind of what to expect, you know, and like, you know, we learn about it in health class. So I knew what, what was coming. Yeah, I started my period and I used pads and then I didn't have another one for six months. You didn't have another period for six months yeah. after you started? Yeah. And so I were remember, you confused? You were like, yes. what the fuck is going I on? I was like, what's happening? Like, it was like, my mom kept, and my mom is so awkward the way she was asking me, or at the time it felt so awkward. She was like, do you need any more supplies for your period? Because she, because <laughs> She knew I was, like, on my period now. Like, mm-hmm. I needed it every month. And I was like, no, I haven't had it. Like, and, like, I'm surprised that my mom wasn't concerned that yeah. I just, like, wasn't having a period. But it's really weird, right? Like, I didn't have another one for six. Like, I, yeah, it was like I had my first period and then none, nothing for six months. And mm-hmm. then I started having, like, regular periods. That's probably pretty normal. I feel like, like, your body is just starting to have one. So maybe it's, like. It's figuring it yeah, out. It's like, <laughs> well, that was fun, but let's wait. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Well, that's the other thing is I think it's, I remember looking it up online and not finding anything. And I still, to this day, don't really find anything about it, and they, about that happening to other women. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem is like nobody's talking about it or doing research about it. Yeah. Because 
periods are often irregular. And yeah, it's they not, are, especially when you're young. Yeah, and it's not like I don't know. I don't I think it's like, a cause of concern. Right. When you look at when you look up online, it's like always a cause of concern if your periods are irregular. But it's very I think normal. A lot of people have. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people. It's not 28 days. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, especially. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why wouldn't it be a normal cycled period too. I mean, like hormones and. PCOS, endometriosis, like any of that stuff can throw it off too. But it sounds like you were just young and your body was just trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How about you? How was your first period? Um, I remember I started in seventh grade and I, I knew it was coming too. I just knew like, cause some of my friends had started and I was kind of waiting for it and it happened in the bathroom and I was so stressed out about it because I didn't have any type of pad or tampon or anything. And I went to my history teacher. I had, I had history that, that class. A man or a woman? A woman. Uh-huh. And I loved her. She was actually oh, a really good teacher. And I was like, Miss Halkius, that was her name. Miss <laughs> Halkius, uh, I just started my period. And she was like, oh, honey, like go to the, go to the counselor's office. They probably have something for you. And I was like, okay. You have a school nurse? We did, but I don't know. For some reason, she told me to go to this. The counselor? Yeah. And I remember this counselor was, like, mean. She wasn't very nice. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was, like, crying. And I I went to that lady, and I was like, I just started my period. And she was like, so? (laughs) What? She said so, dude? She's like, so what do you want me to do about it? What the fuck? I was I don't think she understood that it was like my first, first time. time. Yeah. But I was like, I need a pad. And she was like, okay. And she like gets me a pad. And then I just like put it in and go back to history class. <laughs> but I remember I did not wear tampons until I was in my twenties because I just like the thought of like shoving it up into oh, my yeah. vagina. I was it's like scary. I don't want to do that. So oh. I was wearing pads for a long time. Did you, so you never even tried? Until like- I did try. I did try, but I must have been doing it wrong because it hurt. Every time yeah. I put it up, I could feel it, and I would, like, walk with it in, and it felt like it was coming out, and I feel like I just didn't put it up there far enough. Yeah. So I just pretty much gave up on tampons. I, I used like, to think they're tampons, not for me. like, went in the lips. Like, yeah, not, like, I, think, I think that's what my problem was because I would put it, like, too far frontwards and then too far like not enough up oh so i could feel it were it was you like, reading the instructions in the box no i don't think so i don't read i never do that so oh. probably not oh i was like getting in there like i like opened up the pamphlet and like i remember like reading the instructions and i had my friend on the phone like coaching me like when i used really a tampon for the first time yeah my friends tried to coach me and my mom just never wore tampons but I don't know, like, for some reason, I just really didn't like them, so I just never fucked with them after that, and then I put one in for the first time, like, actually the right way when I was, like, 23. Well, probably because you'd have had had sex, Yes. so you know, like, what's supposed to... Yes, I was like, like, what's up there? What's going on? It's like something, like, a light bulb went off, and I was like, oh... (laughs) The penis goes here. So that must mean the tampon There's goes here. There's a place in. for it. Statement. And my mom was like dead already. So Aww. I remember like when that happened, I was like, I wish I could tell my mom I successfully put a <laughs> tampon in. Oh, yeah. That is like something 
like a mother daughter yeah conversation yeah i have a weird story about tampons which i don't even know if i want to include in the podcast but we'll see if we do i i would like have like a 50 percent success rate with camp tampons like sometimes it would go in and then sometimes like when i would try to take it out i like couldn't get it out like it would not come out that's scary and i remember like pulling it out once and then like seeing like a piece of skin (gasps) and then i asked my mom i'm like i think there's something wrong with me like i think i have something i'm not supposed to have and then like i took like a bath and we finally got it out and then i went to the doctor and i indeed had like an extra piece of tissue on my hymen like my hymen was like partially connected oh like almost like you know how your hymen is supposed to be just like a small piece on top but it was like there was like a a line connecting the top to the bottom. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Not not two vaginal openings, but, like, two open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had to, like, snip, snip. Yeah. Damn. And I'm glad I got that done before I tried to have sex. Yeah, because that would suck. Yeah. I was, like, 15, but... and and I went to the OBGYN, and she she cut it for me. Wow. But, like, imagine if I would have tried to have sex. Like, that would have sucked. But, yeah, I looked it up, and I guess it's, like, a... You know, some people are just born that way. Hmm. Yeah. Hymens are weird. Hymens are weird. Yeah. I also, like, am, like imagine if that would have happened to somebody when technology wasn't as good or, like, healthcare wasn't that easy to find or there wasn't mm-hmm. as much research. Yeah. Yeah, how would just, they know? I'm glad I had, like, we found an OBGYN that was, like, a woman and not. Yeah. I don't know. She just knew what to do. Yeah. Um, in any case, menstruation. <laughs> we have four phases of menstruation. Yeah, which um, I, honestly, I didn't know there were four for some reason. I thought there was three. Well, but... I've seen I've seen online, sometimes they say there are three, and sometimes oh. they say there are four. So, like, sometimes they'll, like, menstruation is part of one of the other phases. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's menstruation and follicular phase. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's just called the follicular phase oh, and menstruation okay. includes that okay that makes sense yeah because the fo- follicular phase starts on the first day of your period yeah so yeah, yeah yeah all right so like menstruation is days one through five mm-hmm. ish and the fo- follicular phase the follicle grows Mm-hmm. In, pe- in preparation for ovulation and you had a little you learned a little bit more about the follicle. yeah i did yeah so we all know menstruation is when you know your uterus sheds and then that is your blood that comes out but the follicular phase i didn't know much about until researching this but it lasts 13 to 14 days so from your first day of your period and then like a week after you stop your period and it ends when you start ovulating. But basically the pituitary gland in the brain releases a hormone to stimulate the follicle, which lives on your ovary. Hmm. You have a few follicles on your ovary at all times, but follicles are normal. They're just like fluid filled sacs. Um, And once you start ovulating, the follicle that is the most mature like it gets really big and then it holds an egg inside and it gets really big and then it ruptures. Uh-huh. And then the egg goes down your fallopian tube into your uterus. But that's I always sounded crazy because when I was getting my period, I would be like, 
I'm ovulating. I can tell like <laughs> my ovaries hurt, like something on my, like I could just tell I'm ovulating. And the reason we can tell sometimes is because your uh, follicle literally ruptures. Yeah. It just ruptures inside of you. And then your egg gets, you know, sent away. But your follicles mature each month. Only one follicle matures enough to release an egg each month. But during this, too, like at the end of your follicular phase, your uterus lining starts to thicken in preparation for pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And that's when we have like, it's thickening with the substance that the period is, as we said earlier. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we have ovulation, which we mentioned before. And that's uh, when the follicle follicle bursts open, as you said, (laughs) and into the luteal (laughs) bursts open, Uh, it bursts and into the luteal phase. Before we go to that, did mm-hmm. you know that once an egg is released, it will only survive for 24 hours? Oh. So if the sperm reaches the egg during this time, you'll get pregnant. That's why we need fast swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's they got a 24-hour window. Yeah, you got to get up get in, there. in there. You got to get done. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy that you can only get pregnant for, like, five days during your cycle. Because yeah. growing up, I feel like we were always told, like, don't have sex, you'll get pregnant. It's like, actually, yeah, there's a 24-hour period, mm-hmm. which is insane to me that you can get pregnant. So we don't learn enough about that, I think, in high school. Yeah. And I think there there are some women that successfully do the family planning method yeah. as birth control. Yeah. And they, like, really track their cycles and they're able mm-hmm. to, you know, just they do just that. Don't, yeah. They just don't, like, let you shoot up the club while you're ovulating. Yeah. And that works. Mm-hmm. So we talked about ovulation. And then we have the luteal phase, which is a new, quote, unquote, eggshell developed. You can think <laughs> of it as, like, an eggshell develops mm-hmm. around the egg and this is called the corpus luteum, mm-hmm. and your body is preparing for pregnancy. So as you said, you kind of talked about this, the uterus wall begins to thicken, and it's preparing for implantation Yes. of the corpus luteum. Yes. And this is days 18 to 28, so these are the final days of your cycle. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if no implantation occurs, then we have a period. Mm-hmm. And it yep. gives you, it can, it produces uh, progesterone, which will maintain the thickened lining of the uterus. Oh, okay. Like months and then like the numbers of the months and you can like draw a little picture showing like when your period is and like track like what's happening for each day. Mm-hmm. And then it's also explaining a little bit about the phases. And I learned in this book that we not only have these biological things that are happening with us, but there's also some kind of hormonal and mental things that are happening energy-wise during each phase. So during menstruation, this is kind of considered intuition and, like, inspiration time. So this is, like, where maybe you have, like, some thoughts or ideas that you're analyzing and... Like the thoughts every, uh, and ideas that I'm analyzing during menstruation is fuck my life. Yeah, they do say it's a low energy time, too. <laughs> it's a low energy time, but it's like a time for inspiration, apparently. Okay. And then we have the follicular phase, which is like 
you're building up for the egg release, right? Mm-hmm. So think of that. You're building up for an energy release. So you're building like okay. creatively. You're building creatively. <laughs> <laughs> you're building creatively. So it's the best time to put your ideas and insights into actions. Oh, okay. So like you think like menstruation, this is like where the ideation comes. And then you release bring it. the egg is where you do the action. You take action on those ideas. Well, follicular phase. Oh. Take action. And then ovulation. That's when you release that's, the egg. Yeah. So this is when you're like the best communicator and you can express yourself. Interesting. To your community during this time. Okay. So like, yeah, I think of like ovulation, like you're releasing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then the luteal phase brings energy back inside. So this is like a time for reflection. Okay. How are you feeling in your body? Do you still feel the same about the goals you set earlier? Mm-hmm. So it's like menstruation is the kind of like setting the goals. Follicular phase is like building that on that creatively ovulation is like discussing it maybe mm-hmm. and then luteal phase is reflection okay that's yeah. cute yeah like that. that's a cute way to look at your period yeah so negatively i've also seen it like uh described as like the the seasons of the mm. year oh too yeah there's more to that that just brushes the surface but i want to learn more about like how if we're tracking where cycle our cycles we can decide like when to make big decisions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. What I got from that was <laughs> there's like no time where we feel normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our bodies are always doing something to prep for pregnancy and there's hormones flowing and no wonder like we're crazy. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Quote unquote. Crazy. Crazy. I'm crazy. It's fine. But... Personally, how has your period journey been throughout life? Oh, <laughs> so you started oh that first period and... Started that first period. Um, um, I Ever since I can remember, I had really, really awful, painful periods. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom would let me stay home from school, and she was a teacher, so that was very... Did she have a similar experience with her periods? I don't think so, but my mm-hmm. grandma said she did. My mom... Uh, let me stay home from school, which, you know, was like a big deal. And, but I, I literally couldn't do anything. I'd be like writhing in pain. Sometimes oh. I would throw up from my, my pain. Damn. And, um, I would like cry. Is it because, even like when you were really young? I guess yeah. Ever mean. since I could remember yeah. starting my period, like it was really bad. And at 16, my mom took me to the gyno and I ended up going on birth control, even though I hadn't had sex yet or anything. Yeah. But I went on birth control to regulate that. And it did help, but it also made me insane. Like (laughs) I was like crying all the time, getting mad all the time, like not knowing what was going on with me. Like, why am I so emotional? And finally, my, my best friend was like, do you think it's your birth control? And like back then we didn't have Google like we do now. Yeah. Like we do have, we did have it, but it wasn't as built out as yeah. it is now. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, that would make a lot of sense. So I ended up getting off of that birth control, switching to another one. I was on birth control for a long time. And then I got off of it for a little bit because I'm like, I just don't want to like, pump my body full of these synthetic hormones and yeah. I just felt better not being on it. 
So I got off it for maybe six years. And during those six years, I had the worst period pains of my life. Like it would ruin my day, like my whole week. It would ruin my week. I remember happening like once a month. Yeah. And like going on vacation, like if you know how your period always starts when you go on vacation, (laughs) it would ruin my whole time. Yeah. And I'd be like sick, throwing up, like trying to take baths, like just in so much pain, crying from the pain. I don't even cry when I get tattoos. Yeah. Like, but I was crying from this pain and like having to call off work all the time. And then I, I finally had, and I would tell doctors all the time, like, this is not normal. Yeah. I'm telling you right now that I shouldn't be feeling this way every month. It's, it's crazy to feel this way. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, uh, yeah. Mm, have you tried taking Motrin? It's like, <laughs> bitch, I tried everything. I'm like high out of my damn mind every month. Yeah. Because all I can do is take edibles and like sleep to yeah. get any relief. So finally, I had a ovarian cyst burst. Oh. And that was the most painful feeling I've ever had in my life. Like, I thought, I was like, what is this? Mm. Is this a miscarriage? Was I pregnant and I didn't know about it? And now I'm having a miscarriage. So I, I remember it when was, was like, this? like, how old were you? It was in 2017. Oh, okay. And I was living with Kristen and Mary. Mm-hmm. And I. I like went to the toilet and sat down and just thought I was having a miscarriage. So I was like, what else could hurt this bad? And you were bleeding. And I wasn't bleeding. Oh, no, I wasn't bleeding yet. But I thought I should sit on the toilet just in case. And I almost like woke Mary and Kristen up to take me to the hospital because I was freaking out. Yeah. And I was like, no, like just get through it and like it it eventually stopped and then I went to the doctor the next day and he was like oh you and I was on like Medi-Cal at the time so Mm -hmm. my doctors were really limited (laughs) but I went to a man which I never do yeah (laughs) but he was like oh you had like an ovarian cyst burst have you ever thought about getting tested for endometriosis and I was like oh so this man yes <laughs> this man all my other doctors were females huh, and this one man um was like have you ever gotten tested for that and I was like no and that's when it kind of all started uh, so I was like oh and then eventually I did get diagnosed with endometriosis and he was right, but he was the first person who had ever even wow. said that word to me. But it had to take, it had, it had to, to take, take like an ovarian cyst bursting yes. for somebody to be to like, oh, this really is a thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even after that, like doctors still didn't really take me seriously. Mm-hmm. And I finally cried in front of my doctor. I was like, I am so fed up with this. Like, this isn't normal. You're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. And I finally found a doctor who you know, did diagnose me with endometriosis and talked to me about my options and took it seriously and stuff. But it took like my whole life to get there. Insane. I feel like endometriosis, like everybody that I talk to, and it's crazy because it actually is way more common than what they say, because just from like my anecdotal Mm -hmm. experience, like from my friends, I've had like Two other people in my life, like, have a similar story as yours. Mm-hmm. And it's all endometriosis. It's like, one in <laughs> ten women. 
deal yeah. with endometriosis. And it's unfortunately not very studied upon. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, unless they specialize in endometriosis or PCOS or any of those types of hormone things, um, they don't really know a whole lot about it. Hmm. So that's why it's kind of hard to get diagnosed. And I also feel like female doctors are like, yeah, I have a period too. And it sucks. Yeah. So welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, actually, like that is one way that like it could be better to have a male gynecologist because he's not going to use his own bias based on his mm-hmm. own experience. But mm-hmm. like, I'd also like to have somebody that has that has a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But for those of you who don't know what endometriosis is, yeah, what because is I know a lot of people, especially men, if we have any male listeners, mm-hmm. a lot of them don't know what this Turn is. Turn up your volume, man. Yeah, listen to this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the tissue that gets large in the uterus that uh-huh. we were talking about yeah. in that one phase, mm-hmm. what is it? The, the luteal. Luteal phase. Mm-hmm. It thickens your lining and it, you know, whatever. And that's inside of the uterus, uh-huh. right? That's normal. But for endometriosis people, it actually migrates and implants outside of the uterus. So that thick tissue mm-hmm. doesn't stay inside the uterus. It Where does migrates. it go? It migrates and it's na- it mainly stays in the pelvic re- region, but it adheres to other organs, which is why it's mm-hmm. so painful because when you're having your period and your uterus expands while you're having it, it's going to touch those that tissue that is on the outside, which is then touching other organs and then it makes your cramps super, super painful. Isn't it insane how common this is? Like, wouldn't you think that evolution would like <laughs> weed this one out like, by this time in yeah in history. you would think so so yeah so that that tissue just like gets stuck in your body and it, it leaches to whatever organ it can find so and then it can grow like it, it sometimes it doesn't sometimes it does but it can grow and sometimes in like the most intense things it like grows up into the body like it can mm. get into your lungs and shit. oh my god but that's like really really rare uh-huh. but, but this is only during that um luteal phase and then it goes away no so the the tissue doesn't go away i think it's just when because you can have pain like you have endometriosis gives you pain during penetration mm. oh because like the the tissue goes away with your period but if there's nowhere for it to go then it stays there it just stays there yeah yeah so it'll just be on the outside of your uterus chilling and then if something disrupts anything like if you're having sex and your organs are getting touched then it can hurt and give you cramps it causes inflammation it can lead to scarring internal bleeding constipation infertility is another one and then you can also get um, like IBS gets affected by it because if you're having tissue growing outside the uterus, it can affect your colon region. And it also can cause psychological distress because well, yeah. <laughs> if you're in that much pain once a month, it can like... Especially I, when doctors are gaslighting you. Yeah, <laughs> I can literally, I can say that it ruined my life. Yeah. It did. That, that sucks. Like the first like... 
10 years of your adulthood or whatever like yeah and like the the only real thing that any doctor has told me like you can get surgeries and stuff to get it zapped away but it just comes back but now you seem to be what what's going on now well now so i started a progesterone only birth control mm-hmm. which and was, progesterone remind us because we progesterone is the hormone that causes your uterus lining to thicken Mm -hmm. so my body constantly thinks it's pregnant all Uh the time that's how it tricks itself like it thinks i'm pregnant it thinks that i need that uterus lining all the time yeah so it never actually sheds Uh uh-huh so i started taking progesterone orally and then i heard about the nexplanon insert or like the the arm arm the arm insert yeah Yeah. that you can get which is also progesterone only so it was like my oral pill just in a different way yeah and it's good for three years so i got that insert and i don't have a period anymore i haven't had one for i don't even know how long now when did you get that the next banana i got like three months ago no but like when did you take the pill oh the progesterone only pill i switched well i was on other birth control pills mm-hmm. but they just weren't working out for me um and i switched to the progesterone only maybe a year and a half ago okay. and it was working really well like i didn't have any symptoms i didn't have any side effects That's and weird. my period stopped completely yeah which is like super ideal it's, for yeah. me <laughs> yeah because it was it's literally though, ruining right? my life. Like, it is weird feel... yeah do you feel like, I don't know, like a robot or something? Kind <laughs> of like, like, so, like, to be honest with you, sometimes <laughs> I like there was a time where when I was first experiencing that, that I, I didn't feel like a real woman. Yeah. I was like, I don't feel like I feel like part of my womanhood is not there anymore because I don't bleed every month. And that is like so much into like anyone who has a uterus is like that's that's a cycle of life yeah whatever yeah and now that i don't have it it's like oh shit like i'm not real (laughs) but i am yeah Yeah. i've paid my dues you know (laughs) but i don't have a period now and it's amazing i don't want to be on birth control but that was literally i tried everything else they said try not eating meat and dairy i was vegan for how long like two three years uh didn't help yeah. uh, i tried exercising four days a week i had a garage like i had a, a gym garage. in my garage yeah. i was exercising all the time didn't help and i was being gaslit by these doctors still like you need to lose weight or you need to do this or you need to do that well i did it and it didn't fucking help yeah so birth control was the only option unfortunately but I'm I'm okay with it. And it took a lot for me to decide to get on it because yeah. I had been on it for so long in the past. And I was like, I this it is the last thing. Yeah, this is the last thing I want to do. And finally, I was like, I can't take this pain anymore. Well, now you're also not a hormonal teen- teenager anymore. Yeah. So I think like that, I mean, it's a different hormone that mm-hmm. it, completely, but also since you're not a teen anymore, it might affect yeah. you different. Yeah, and you know, getting pregnant helps with endometriosis because you're not having a period either, oh. so that helps. <laughs> and then apparently it, it it can come back after that. But I still, I mean, I still have symptoms, like random symptoms of it, like mm. painful, uh, painful sex. 
Yeah. Or like, I, I can't have sex like the normal person can because it's, if I do it too many times, it's too painful for me and it gives me cramps. It can cause fatigue, which, you know, I've been really like fatigued and mm-hmm. stuff, but it can cause, oh, and it can cause like gastrointestinal problems, which I have IBS. Yeah. So it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the bad parts are more manageable now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to birth control. Yeah. Thanks birth control. <laughs> you might die of a blood clot, but your period at least, cramps. At least you yeah. don't have excruciating pain every month. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to, I just want to say that endometriosis affects 200 million women worldwide and approximately one in 10 women in the U.S. So it's there a lot. I'm sure a woman, you know, has it and we just don't talk about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just know anecdotally that it's, it's common just from like knowing you. And then I, yeah, I have a couple other people in my life that have expressed that ex- like very similar experience where like doctors have, like gaslighted them their, their whole life, their whole lives. Gaslighting is like an overused word, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like their whole lives, the doctor's like, Oh yeah, it's not that yeah. bad. Like, or like, yeah, use Motrin or mm-hmm. whatever, like, the things that they regurgitate to you. I guess I'm lucky in that my periods have never been really bad at all. They've always been like kind of light and I get cramps, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. They've always been super irregular though. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I'll like skip a month. I like constantly have pregnancy scares because I'll like say, skip a month. Like, do you or, like... just have a bunch of pregnancy tests like chilling? Because... <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah. In my yeah, uh, yeah. Like sometimes I'll skip a month, or like sometimes I'll like bleed for like longer. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, my periods would be like consistently like seven days. Mm-hmm. It just be like, like the yeah. full seven. Yeah. yeah, like. Like, my friends would be like, yeah, it's, like, three days. And, like, when is it ever yeah. three days? Like, yeah. it's like, it's never three days. My periods were always seven days, yeah. too. Okay. Like, always. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have as much irregular periods as you, it sounds like. But I did when I was younger. But then when I was an adult off birth control, it was, like, every 28 days. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now I'm starting to, like, regulate finally. Oh, that's good. Like, I, when I was 26... I started taking birth control for the first time because I I had a period for, like, an entire month. Mm-hmm. It was, like, low bleeding, but I was just, like, constantly having discharge, yeah. like, period. Like, you know that kind that, like, you can still wear underwear, but yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not clear. Yeah. It's period. Yeah. But, um, anyway, like it was, pounds. yeah, spotting for, like, that's the word. Like, I was, like, spotting for an entire month mm-hmm. or, like, two. That's and it wasn't stopping, and I talked to the the gynecologist about it and of course they are like yeah birth control will yeah, help with they that push, and i really, they push birth I control really like didn't crazy. want to and they didn't give me other options so finally like i i think i left that visit and then finally after like a while of it not ending i just decided to go ahead and do it but it made me gain weight mm-hmm. i gained I, a lot of weight when i, I was gained 26. like 30 pounds when i got on birth control i still have it yeah i was like always super super skinny and now i'm still thin but i was i gained a lot of weight a lot yeah of weight. when i when i first got on birth control i was i had to like come to the ter- like come to terms with okay i'm heavier now but at least i'm not in pain every yeah. month and yeah. that was something i had to really 
way mm-hmm. <laughs> because because <laughs> I was like fuck I'm working out all this like all, all all the days and I'm still gaining weight this is frustrating yeah yeah but you know the bigger picture is I'm not in pain right and your so, mental health is going to be better yeah yeah so I did that for a while I gained a bunch of weight and then I I got off birth control and then I got back on it and now I'm off it because I was having like a lot of really uh bad like emotional outbursts yeah I remember when you got off of it and I think it's helped yeah I don't know if it's from that but I also stopped taking like a mood regular (laughs) regulating pill that I was taking and Mm -hmm. um I don't know I I haven't had birth control in a few months and my periods I've been using this journal and my periods have been like kind of regular that's good I mean yeah you're in your 30s. Maybe your body's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it took, it took oh. 20 years to, like, get there. Oh, I understand what I'm <laughs> supposed to do. It's literally 20 years. Yeah. 20 years since I had my first period. Yeah. yeah. I understand what I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> this is what you do. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to do more research on, like, what's going on with our bodies like hormonally and energy wise mm-hmm. i think that'd be interesting yeah i mean we can always do a part two if we want there's so much more we can cover like there's different cultures that yeah. view periods in different ways and mm-hmm. the history of it and like just there's a lot like even birth control we can go into so there is a lot yeah well i learned a lot about endometriosis because i i mean i knew kind of kind of what it was but yeah yeah I feel like people kind of know what it is but when you know someone with it Mm -hmm. it's like oh shit (laughs) well damn damn (laughs) yeah yeah well thank you guys for listening to this episode I hope it was interesting to you uh we will do another one next week next week I'm gonna be out of town but we're gonna figure out what's happening yeah with now, that. It, now it's your and turn. then we'll be regulated like the period yeah <laughs> does eventually you're we're gonna skip a period next month but yeah now now it's your turn to be out of town yeah and i'll be here by myself but after that we're gonna be we're gonna stay consistent. i am not going anywhere Me for a really long time I'm broke as books so yeah staying um, right here thank you guys for listening follow us on the social meds Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know by now, or if you're not you so following us by now, I really don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, don't y'all. even don't even talk to us. Yeah, crawl back into the hole you came from. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I always say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always saying that. You're always saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Love you so much. Love Bye. you.